Welcome to episode number five of Get to Know NHCO. I'm your co-host, Tom Baker, Executive Director of NHCO, along with... Erica Cochrane, Director of Development and Communications. We are so grateful for you for tuning in to this episode. We've got some terrific guests that we're going to be sharing with you in just a few minutes. Some quick updates about how things are going at NHCO. First things first, we're airing this with you on August 11th. We had a huge event last night called Corks for the Community. It was a big success. Erica, I want to congratulate you and your team for just putting on a wonderful event at Narcissi. Congratulations. Thank you. It was so fun, and we want to thank Narcissi for helping us put on an amazing event. And everyone that came, we hope you enjoyed yourselves just as much as we did. And it's an annual tradition. We really enjoy it. We're so grateful to everyone that contributes in so many ways to NHCO. Some other recent success stories that we've had, we're lucky enough to chair Nonprofits North group through the Pittsburgh North Regional Chamber, and we had our first in-person get-together on July 27th. Great success. We love getting to be part of that group with our friends at Anchor Point and so many other local nonprofit organizations. Our thought with Nonprofits North is that we can all do more for community impact by being together and collaborating instead of competing. So that's been going great. We did have NHCO on the go kickoff uh, just a few weeks ago on July 30th, where we're going into communities where we could be doing even more for potential clients and connecting with them over food, which is oftentimes for us, Erica, a conduit to a conversation. We also had Alyssa and Maddie work within your team. Our garden anniversary party, you know, just a few weeks ago on July 29th was a huge hit. And we're so proud of the garden now 10 years in. Can you tell us a little bit about the garden event? Yeah, the garden event was great. It was a really nice way for us to connect with people who are specifically interested and invested in our garden, which is so easy to do because it's such a wonderful thing. And we are so welcome there in the community of Bellevue, and we're very thankful to be there and provide fresh organic produce to all three of our food pantries. So it was amazing to be able to celebrate 10 years of being able to do that through NHCO. It's amazing to think about 5,000 pounds of fresh produce every year is harvested at the garden, which, as you said, goes right to the pantries, which is really incredible. Making sure that our clients are getting food and healthy food at that when they're when they're visiting us at pantries. So everything's going well with NHCO. As always, if you're interested in giving us feedback on the show, it's just podcast at NHCO.org. Our website's NHCO.org as well. And please feel free to share us on all types and forms of social media. We really appreciate all of your shares, all the just nice things you say about our organization. With that, we have a lot of nice things to say about our first guest today. That is Carrie Nolan Robson from the Job Corps Center. She is the business community liaison. Carrie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Tom. It's I'm gonna, a pleasure. I'm going to embarrass you a little bit with some background <laughs> to all of our listeners. So Carrie has a master's degree in elementary education, a bachelor's as well, all from the University of Pittsburgh. She's been with Pittsburgh Job Corps Center for four and a half years, first as a math instructor and now in her current role. She's educated students from pre-K to adulthood for the last 20 years. She lives in Heidelberg, where she was a former elected official, I know. And this is a fun fact, Erica. This is pretty cool, especially with what some of the stuff that your daughter's up to. She began dancing at the age of two and continued her love of dance into her adulthood where she choreographed nine musicals in Virginia. Carrie, cool. That could be a whole episode in itself. I feel yeah. like. <laughs> so a lot of interesting background that you bring certainly to the table, Carrie. For our listeners that don't know about Job Corps, what is the Pittsburgh Job Corps Center? The Pittsburgh Job Corps Center is a federally funded program that is free for youth ages 16 to 24. There's actually 121 Job Corps across the United States and we're blessed to have four in the state of Pennsylvania, but we are the only one in southwestern Pennsylvania. So we serve our students in the 11 counties surrounding Pittsburgh. 
So what we do is we're an education and training facility. We have trade a trade route that our students can take, but there is also a college uh, community college route that our students can take as well. So depending on interests based on past experiences, skills and trades that they already may have coming from high school or through a Votech school, they can expand that here at the Pittsburgh Job Corps Center. So what we do is we have the capability of housing students on center in case they need some sort of housing, especially for our students who are coming from those upper counties up in Lawrence and Mercer County. Commuting to Job Corps is just not going to be feasible. So what we do have is a residential facilities, both male and female dorms, that students can live on. And that also helps to serve our youth that may have some instability in housing as well. We've paired very well with DA. and other foster care organizations and whatnot to help students who might be needing somewhere to go. And so what we do is we train students. We have five different industries that we train students in. We have a construction pathway. We have homeland security pathway. We have a hospitality pathway and a medical pathway as well. So I can get into some more specifics about those particular trades. With our medical, we have two medical trades that we pair very well with. And a lot of our students in those two trades, certified medical assistant and certified nursing assistants, they work very hand-in-hand with each other. A lot of of our students will take both of those pathways and then travel on into our college pathway, which is really cool for them because they can just maximize their education and make them more marketable in the workforce. We also have our security and protective services trade that a lot of our students go and work PNC Park. And um, (laughs) we have them in Kennywood, David L. Lawrence Convention Center, doing security. Mercy Behavioral Health is another big employer of ours that we place our students with once they're finished with the trades. And then we have our construction trades that are really huge on center. We have electrician's helper. We have HVAC. We have a really nice trade that encompasses many areas. It's called building construction technology. So they get a little bit of everything with that. They get some landscaping, they get painting, they get tiling a floor, shingling, framework, carpentry work, basically anything that you would need to maintain a facility. So that's an excellent trade. We have a brand new trade in construction, which we're very excited about that just started to enroll students in this summer is our cement masonry. So that is an excellent trade that is a pre-apprenticeship program. And then we'd have two trades with our local IUOE 66. Mm-hmm. They, they were a, just a partner of the, mo- or the they, quarter, right? You're right. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. We just named them the community partner of the quarter because of the work that we've done with them for several years. Mm-hmm. We're talking 20 plus years. Their instructors that we have are from the union, and that's our heavy equipment operators and heavy equipment mechanics program. And it's very fruitful, and there's always a wait list <laughs> to get in. And that pre-apprenticeship program really does lead into the apprenticeship. And we have several students working at the Shell Cracker plant right now. Just really successful work that comes out of that particular trade. And then we also have one advanced trade on center. So an advanced trade is something that you do after you've completed a trade, one of the trades that I just mentioned. Usually, since we have the trade of highway heavy construction, that trade pairs nicely in the construction field. And we actually paired with PennDOT. 
to help write that curriculum. So we're leading the way in the construction <laughs> field for sure. And so, you know, we're a holistic approach to education. We also have in our academics where I used to teach in our math and reading classes, our students take a test to make sure that they are doing well with reading and writing and mathematical uh, skills because that's what our employers tell us is important. Again, since we are an education and training facility, we look to our community and employer partners to tell us what is needed for our students to make them successful. Mm -hmm. And we know that that's a huge part of their marketability. So when they come in to our program, they take a test called the TABE, which is the Test of Adult Basic Education. And depending on where they place, they may be placed in some reading and math classes in our education department. So we also do have the ability in the education department to provide anyone with a GED or high school diploma instruction. Because, again, you're more marketable with that high school yeah. diploma. Driver's or license, I know, yep. is, is part of it, too. Yeah. Yep, and that was the next thing I was going to say. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have a driver's ed instructor that will take them out and help them get their permits and then their license as well. Because, again, especially in those construction trades, you're going to be driving their vehicles. You have to have a driver's license. So there are a lot of employers that will not even look at anyone for a job unless you have that driver's license. So we try to do everything at Job Corps to set our students up for success so that they are able to go out into the world, be successful, obtain that job, and stay with that job. Stability is the key. Carrie, that was a ton of good information. <laughs> I would say that was, yeah. <laughs> that, was that was incredible. Uh, I guess one question for folks that are out there listening. We'll talk about partnerships in just a minute, but the ideal student, so 18 to 24 when people start out in Job Corps, who is a good fit for the program student-wise? Who, you know, people are looking to refer, recommend young leaders that they know that could be a good fit. Who would would make a good fit? So actually, it's 16 to 24. So we do like students to stay in their high school, though. I mean, but we understand that, you know, there are things that do happen, you know, maybe they got expelled from school, right? We want to make sure that they don't go down a bad pathway. So that's what Job Corps is here for. So anyone 16 to 24 can attend Job Corps with some at-risk, low-income eligibility. Anyone who's eligible for a Pell Grant Mm -hmm. can definitely be eligible for the program because our college program is based on that. And with our college program, we are linked with CCAC and Butler County Community College, as well as we just started enrolling Beaver County Community College this summer. That's kind of the criteria. There's much more involved Mm -hmm. that an admissions counselor can talk with a student about to do a full assessment for eligibility. The students that I've spent time with over this last decade plus are incredible. Obviously, you know, one of your alums is like (laughs) literally like family to me and his his family is like family to me. So it's been an incredible experience to be part of this Job Corps community. You have been incredible and and nationally ranked through Job Corps and (laughs) brought a lot of pride to the Odell family as well, too. There's been a lot of good things going on since you started in this role. That is certainly for sure. But the power of partnerships. Uh, I know a few months back, we as NHGO signed an MOU with you. You've been getting a lot of different community partners to sign these MOUs. If somebody's listening to the podcast and saying, Job Corps, I don't know a ton about them, but there could be some collaborative work we could do together. What would be the best plan to reach out to you or how would they connect? Definitely. I would say definitely reach out to me. We can provide you my contact information. Mm -hmm 
information, not a problem. You know, like I said, there's a lot of things that you can do as far as either being an employer in one mm. of those industries. Obviously, right now, the impact with COVID has been great on the education industry as well as just the workforce industry in general. But we can definitely collaborate and see where we could have people help out. We are able to have students do some virtual interviewing processes. So mock interviews are very important. So if anybody has that skill that they would like to provide, doesn't matter where you come from, right. what, what organization yeah. you're with, anybody has that information to offer, resume reviews, anything like that. If anybody is interested in doing any kind of tutorial that they'd like to record for our students, We've had several banks do financial literacy with our students in the academics classrooms as well. So there's a slew of things that we can we can figure out. Whatever the partner should bring to the table, we can figure out some way to, to impact our adults. Tom, I don't know about you, but I am seeing so many similarities in what Carrie's talking about, their approach and NHCO's approach mm-hmm. to just really kind of eliminating those barriers that people face, no mm-hmm. matter what they're trying to do, right? You know, it's a little bit different with NHCO and a little bit different with Job Corps. There's two different goals there, but the fact that you're tackling transportation resume, mock interviews, getting someone a GED, and the fact that stability and self-sufficiency is your goal, that really aligns with the mission of NHCO and what we do with our various programs as well. One thing that I love that you said is that you're working with employers to get realistic feedback that are going to help these students succeed, you know, once they get into these fields. I think that is so important, and I just love your approach to everything. Well, we do have a a meeting that we offer two times a year called our Workforce Council Meetings, and that's where we get a lot of this information. We literally have employers review our curriculum and give us feedback as to what's innovative in the field. How can we get this piece of machinery? How can we make our, our students more marketable for you to employ? them later. And you'd be surprised, especially over COVID, some of the things that feedback that we have received. And we were able to do that using a survey monkey. So that was kind of innovative and new this year that we really pivoted when with mm-hmm. everything. Like I said, we just got great feedback and responses from all of our community and employer partners. That's amazing. You're really providing a really amazing service. <laughs> I didn't realize how deep you guys <laughs> went. And this is this is really, really amazing. I'll just say too, the residence halls are very nice. The food and, and the beverage service there is, is pretty incredible as well, too. It's also very secure. It's a very safe facility. Mm-hmm. Safety is something that Job Corps takes very, very seriously here locally and right, a, right. across the country. As you look towards the future of Job Corps, you know, getting students enrolled is important, getting partnerships built up. Also, I know that you head up the Community Relations Council. Correct. For anyone that might be listening mm-hmm. to this podcast, how can a member of the community get involved with that group? So you can reach out to myself or Mr. Tom Baker, who is our, our uh, vice president of the, of the Community Relations Council Board. And we can get you in contact and get you. We do four of those a year. Quarterly, we have those meetings, which we just had one on June 30th. And I always like to bring that to the table when forming a partnership with someone and say, hey, why don't you hop onto this meeting? See what Job Corps is about. You'll learn more about it other than me just 
talking to you about it. And then that's usually when I take the partnership to the next level as well, too. So, you know, obviously we don't like them having to wait three months either to to have that meeting. So, But usually we're just very easy to invite and welcoming. <laughs> it, is, it is a very welcoming group. I will say that new friends and certainly the NHGO community since last October, we've had some involvement even before that, certainly. But, mm-hmm. you know, since last October, our staff's gotten a lot more involved. The MOU, the partnership, the collaboration has been very good. Uh, I know Jackie Boggs, we're recording here out of the Millville studios of NHGO. Get to know NHGO. Uh, Jackie actually won one of the prizes at one of your recent CRC meetings, which is great. So for those that are listening, you know, with, with Carrie and the work at Job Corps, some ways that you can really help support Carrie, certainly. If you know students that are 16 to 24 that would be a good fit for the program, referring them to Job Corps is a good way to do it. If you work for an employer that might be able to help employ some of the young leaders that are going through Job Corps, that could be a good fit. If you're a community organization that would like to do something together, maybe become a referral source, maybe do some just collaborative work together, that's a possibility as well, too. And as Carrie mentioned, if you are interested in the Community Relations Council, please let Carrie know because it is an active group. It is a vibrant group. It oversees the Christopher Evans Memorial Scholarship as well, too, which is named after a young man that passed away tragically. But money is raised every year in his memory to go out to, to students. Mm-hmm. Carrie, could you tell our listeners the website to go to or a phone number to call if they're interested in any of those things that Tom just listed? Sure. Let me give you a phone number. That's probably the easiest. My direct line at work is 412-365-6868. And then I can direct you any which way that needs to happen <laughs> for whatever department. Sounds good. Well, Carrie Nolan Robson, thank you so much for being thank our you. headline guest on episode number five of Get to Know NHGO. We'll be, Erica and I will be back in just a minute with Abby Kelly, our North Borough Service Coordinator, who helps lead our Pathways program. Thanks so much for tuning in to episode number five of Get to Know NHGO. Welcome back to episode number five of the Get to Know NHCO podcast. We hope that you enjoyed our conversation. Carrie Nolan Robson of the Job Corps Center. Erica, I know you were kind of astounded by a few of the things that we learned in it. There's just so many things going on with Job Corps. Such a well-rounded experience for students. Yeah, very impressed. My eyes were opened after talking to Carrie, for sure. <laughs> that is good. Well, it's a great partner and a great friend to our organization, certainly. Our next guest is Abby Kelly, who is in the Northboro Service Coordinator, works a ton with the Pathways program as well. And Abby, we are so happy to have you on the show because you have a huge event coming up in just 10 days from now. Yes, thank you so much. So I am one of the co-coordinators of the North Burroughs 5K that will be happening in Avalon. There will be a 5K run as well as a one-mile fun walk for anyone who wants to participate. Registrations will still be open the day of the event. So we're really hoping that people come on out and run and walk with us. That's right. So friends, listening to our podcast, you have 10 days from now, please sign up and register. And as Abby said, if not, just come on the 21st. It's been pretty fun working with the cross-country team too uh, from Northgate. So They chose us to be their partner, you and Nancy and Sarah and Dave and Erica, and I've been lucky enough to be involved with this, but it's been a good team effort. We really appreciate your efforts, though, to kind of spearhead our team in many ways, and it's going to be a fun community gathering, starting and finishing right outside of our office out of Greenstone Church in in the North Boroughs in Avalon, so it should be a wonderful day. So hopefully everyone's going to come out to the race. Let's talk a little bit, Abby, about the work that you do with an NHCO. This is an episode focused on self-sufficiency and just making sure that people in our community have opportunities for employment and for training and just making sure that they know what resources are out there for them. Before we talk about specifically your role, tell us a little bit about your background. What got you interested in working in this line of work? Sure. So I actually went to school to be a teacher. I have a degree in middle childhood education and I I tried it for a year, but I quickly realized that that was not my calling. 
So I always knew that I liked working with people who were underprivileged, people who were experiencing homelessness and whatnot. So I actually did a year of service with the Change of Heart program and worked downtown at Bethlehem Haven, which is a local homeless shelter. And after that year of service, I, I really realized that it was a beautiful profession. It's something that I realized that I actually did want to do and I did want to get more involved with. So after that, I started looking into jobs in the social service field and found NHCO. So I've been here for almost four years and it's been it's been awesome. NHCO is such a great organization and, and I'm, I'm so thrilled and humbled to work here. We're equally, if not more, thrilled that you were here with us. So you do a, a wonderful job. I've heard not one negative word ever about Abby Kelly in my 80-plus months here, certainly. So I know you have a lot of respect and admiration from our entire staff of close to 30 now. So tell us a little bit, though, uh, Abby, about your role as a service coordinator within North Boroughs and just kind of what a typical day in the life of Abby Kelly is. So every day is a little bit different. So I love that question, but it's also very difficult to answer. A lot of our day revolves around people who walk in, people who walk in off the streets, people who need emergency food or help with utilities, people who just need someone to listen to them, some reassurance and an encouraging word of affirmation. So every day is a little bit different, but I personally coordinate the Pathways program, which is it's a really incredible program where people can receive a little bit more support and help. In the program, people could enroll and we would meet on a monthly basis, and I would just help them by providing resources, referrals to other programs, helping them with a goal plan, and breaking down some of their smaller goals into more obtainable goals that we would work on together. Abby, give us like maybe some examples of an ideal goal of a Pathways client that you would be helping. What are some of the goals that you see on a regular basis? So a big goal that I see is to find employment. Something that I like to do is, like I mentioned, I take those bigger goals and I break them down into smaller goals. So if someone is looking for a job, they would first need a resume and transportation to their job and childcare and dress clothes and all of these things that you have to think about, you know, before you just accomplish a goal. So that's where I would come in. I would break those bigger goals down and we would work on some of those smaller, more obtainable goals to, to help them get to their ultimate goal. So I'm seeing a lot of similarities which that we just talked to Carrie about in terms of breaking down those big goals and really tackling all those barriers that people face in order to be self-sufficient. So it sounds like you kind of do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. You're taking this big goal and we're going to try to analyze maybe why we haven't accomplished this goal yet. And what's really nice about this being an NHCO program is that you are then there to connect the people that you're helping with all the 20 other programs that we have. So we can really address multiple goals as well as eliminate multiple barriers within one office. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the great perks of the Pathways program is that my clients have flexible access to the food pantry. So rather than coming to the scheduled food pantry hours that are, you know, a few times a month, Clients could come with me and pick out whatever they want. So they could pick out their own cereal, their own produce. And it's very dignifying. It's very dignifying giving them the option to feel like they're actually in a grocery store rather than just getting a bag of pre-packed food. 
I mean, that's certainly one of the things that comes out of the North Borough's office are, is the food pantry itself several times a month, usually three times per month, which is really important to, to what we do, certainly. I will say there's so much going on within North Borough's. Nancy's there. You're there. Althea was there for many, many years. Shanae's there now. Angie. Steph's going to be spending some time certainly there as well, too, in lieu in, in moving to a new role as well. But what all is accomplished kind of out of the North Borough's office? So we are a very small but mighty crew. It's it's pretty mm-hmm. incredible what we can do with just a couple of staff people. So like I mentioned, I run the Pathways program, which is more of our long-term self-sufficiency program. My coworker Angie deals with all of the immediate needs. Everyone that comes in that may need help with utility bills or rental assistance or people looking for housing. So she's kind of the first face that people often see in our office. Kathy and Shanae, they work with our seniors. So we have a very robust program for seniors, seniors who need help getting to doctor's appointments or to the grocery store, or people who just need a a friendly check-in. They are awesome at connecting with seniors, helping them to stay in their home, and helping them to, to stay safe. As Tom, I think you may have mentioned in a previous episode, we also have an organic garden. And our garden coordinator is also out of the North Borough's office as well. That's right. Maddie's the newest addition. Well, Shanae and Maddie are both mm-hmm. new additions to the incredible North Boroughs team. I will say every theme and tradition day that we have with the NHDO, your office always seems to win. So there's a lot of pride in the North Boroughs office. That is certainly true. Abby, as we're kind of closing out, what is a special moment or a memory? So four years you've been here at the NHDO, the equivalent of a college degree almost yourself. Mm-hmm. What have maybe been some of the most special moments or you know memories that you've made with some of your clients or your colleagues over those years? One of the most recent things that comes to mind actually happened just a, a few months ago. I was working with a client who was a single mom of twins, and she was incredible, very, very motivated, very willing to improve her situation, but was just, she was very lost. She didn't have the support. She did not have the help. And and working with her, we were able to get her connected to other NHCO services. So we were able to get her connected to the Transportation Assistance Program, as well as the Ask the Attorney program. And through working with these different programs, this client of mine was able to go down to Texas and gain significant more child support each month. Her vehicle was very, very unreliable, and she was not going to be able to make it to Texas with her current car. So Dan, our transportation guru, got her some new tires, and Melissa was able to connect her with an Legal Shield membership where she was able to ask questions and get some free legal advice for the hearing. And that's the goal. That's the goal is that, you know, people are in this program and they leave more self-sufficient, more confident within their own abilities because people have it within themselves. Sometimes they just need a little bit of support, encouragement, and help. But uh, I'm just along along for the journey, and it's it's quite a privilege to be there with them. Great. Well, it's a privilege to have you as part, a key part of our staff here at NHCO. So great job as always. Thank you so much for all of your extra efforts over these last four years. And again, we hope to see everyone in 10 days at the North Boroughs 5K, finish, starting and finishing right outside of our office there through Greenstone Church. So we hope to see many people at the 5K. So much going on with NHCO. We learned so much from Carrie and from Abby in this episode. Erica, what were some of your favorite takeaways from the conversation? I love hearing the stories, especially the one that Abby just told. Just hearing those success stories really just kind of reminds us all why we're here, why we do what we do. And it's so heartwarming to hear those personal stories that obviously stick with our staff, you Mm -hmm. know, throughout their time here as well. 
Absolutely. Well, we hope that you all enjoyed episode number five of Get to Know NHCO. Proud to co-host this show with Erica Cochran, our Director of Development and Communications. On our next episode, we'll be focused on free rides for seniors. On episode number six, we'll have Mary Lee Gannon, the President of the St. Margaret Foundation, and also Carrie Mulhern and Tracy Elway from our Free Rides for Seniors program. So that should be a great episode that will be coming out in September. For now, thank you for all your interest in NHCO. We are people helping people. This is a positive regional movement of 40 zip codes, 50 communities, over 3,000 clients receiving over 30,000 services per year. We have an awesome team of close to 30 staff members, but truly couldn't do it without all the community partners, donors, friends, and supporters to our wonderful organization. If you have ideas for future episodes, always feel free to email us at podcast at nhco.org. But for now, we'll see you next time on Get to Know NHCO.